Oh, we're back. <laughs> and we're live. Yes, sir. We back once again. It's the motherfucking FWP podcast. I'm going to say episode 74 at this point because, yeah, I just looked it up. I think yeah, it only has 73. And um, so, yeah, so did you get my message about how our 74 from last time fucked up? So this is technically, they haven't listened to this yet. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Skip that story, though. Skip that story you about to tell, man. Skip all right, all fuck, it, fuck, it, fuck, it, fuck 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 it. Just let them know who they're dealing with. Oh, you about to pour yourself a drink right now. That's, I uh, am. I, that's number one. In my mind, right. right? Generation X, boys. You know what I'm saying? Listen, we'll be out here living, man. It's been fun. So, uh, I say we... <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, what is it? It's July. Second week of July. Uh... Last weekend, uh, we were in Atlanta, uh, hanging out with my boy Chuck. Shout out Chooks. Got a crib <laughs> out there. Had to go kick it with him one time because we were just vibing in uh, Houston together and shit. So told him it was going to be our turn to pop out and show some love. So yeah, definitely going. did that. Hell yeah. It was just me and this nigga Mosley. It was the first time in Atlanta. So go ahead, my boy. Let the people know how you felt. How you felt? How was it? Atlanta, man. I'm gonna need y'all to start showing more love, man. Houston, man. <laughs> Houston was showing it to me. I was, uh, I was um, sh- showering people with gifts and uh... <laughs> where <in> Houston. <laughs> <laughs> you on bottom of the barrel, nigga. Go ahead. Who you... <laughs> and, and, and paying for uh, paying for college courses and shit. <laughs> Like that in the strip club, so I was real generous. <laughs> when I got to Atlanta, man, what happened? I was on some fuck shit early, man. My apologies, man. Hey, party fouls, hey, so, listen, so unlike listen, me. Listen, <laughs> this motherfucker was looking for a rope first night we landed in this bitch, man. For those who know, y'all know what I mean when I say that. Shit. Hey, this motherfucker, yo, listen. You ever go to like a party, right? <laughs> You ever go to like a party? This is for the listeners. I'm not talking about Oh threat. shit. Oh shit. This is, you ever go to like a party and it's just that one nigga at the party just trying to do a little too much just because I don't know what they're thinking in their head, but they're just <laughs> doing activities and maneuvers that don't necessarily need to be done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, uh, a and can sometimes lead to, they can be like, you know, what's a uh, ch- chain of reaction of events that just yeah, chain fuck of up events. the chain of events that just fuck up the vibes. A series of unfortunate events, for real. Yeah. This motherfucker for anybody who knows that book. This motherfucker ended up doing that shit first night at a pool party. He ends up like breaking a beer bottle. Glass gets smashed all over the place. Mm-hmm. People's feet get cut up. Yeah, girls, girls in bikinis are stepping in on glass and just. <laughs> I got cut too. I got cut too. Oh, you got cut. Well, nigga, yeah, you the one who caused it. You were the only person who should have been cut. For real, for real. <laughs> but it's so crazy for me because like I didn't even know all that shit happened until the next day because I was so lit and I was right there when that shit happened the first night. But I was uh, gone. Yeah, you were so trans- you were transformed at that point. You had uh you had yeah. s- transcended, man. You were elsewhere mm-hmm. mentally at that at that very uh, juncture. Hell yeah. Party. But um. Nah, I mean, it was definitely an un, un, uh, uncommon party file on my end. Uh, I tried to make my apologies. I may have gone overboard in my hospitality and my apologies. Your but, hospitality, um, yeah, because yeah, because what? I what you was, you know, you can over, you can overcompensate for uh, being your niceties. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, I mean, the situation is what it was. We can't. Uh, reverse the okay, okay, okay. so you just, you, you just mean that, um, yeah, at one point you just kept apologizing too much and kept breaking it back up when it should just been like, all right, nigga, you said sorry, everybody said it's cool, yeah. And I think, leave, leave ultimately, I think ultimately, it ended up being cool. Um, it was cool because obviously, we hung out with them niggas, <laughs> we were there for four days, we seen them niggas at least. So we pulled party for four days straight, <laughs> not for real though, but yeah, we definitely saw them niggas again. I want to say the last day you were there, right. Right? Or did we see him t- two more times after that? Or just once, once more? No, just that, just the second. Um, at the other pool, at the other pool yeah. party, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. So that's so that was that situation. But um, uh, yeah, overall, break it down. So what you thought? So my overall thoughts. I mean, 
I think is we're gonna have to do we well. I'm gonna have to double back to Atlanta, regardless, because uh, this is, this, that's probably my second time ever. And this, last time I went was probably like fucking 2016 or something. So it was a minute ago for me too. But I had a great time. I enjoyed myself. <laughs> oh yeah, you enjoyed yourself a lot, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I had some that's party a... fouls myself. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, okay, because that go. because that's no, no, no. We're not go. gonna go there yet. But all that's. Right, all right. That's not the extent of my trip in Atlanta. It wasn't just party foul, Fred. Oh, so that's what I'm about to do, nigga. We had to talk about it. Let me keep going. Let me tell him what's up. So, from my point of view, it was mostly him party fouls and looking for ropes. That's kind of. <laughs> but now you tell me, <laughs> you tell me from your point of view. Yeah. <laughs> so now, nah, man, it was a, it was a couple cool moments. If this was a movie, there were um, a, f- a few cool uh, scenes uh, that took place. Anyways, so. Just drink um, is hitting. Go ahead. Yeah, drinks. Well, that drink that you got right now is probably hitting. I mean, we were drinking all fucking weekend long. And, I know. I, this is my first one of the day today too. So, so started slow. Go ahead. Right now. Go back to the movie. Yeah. Talk, talk about your story. So shout out to my cousin, man. Oh yeah, and, uh, he didn't link back up with y'all. I got to link back up with my cousin P. Uh, it had been, I think, you know, since. since Sophomore year in high school, which however many years you guys at the and whoever's listening can calculate to to last weekend. That's like to, almost that's like fourteen years, right? Because sophomore year, like what sixteen? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it, and it, it's it thirty now, so yeah, yeah, that's like fifteen years ago. We were kids and we're and we're adults. And I mean, you got social media and all that, but like in person, like we just didn't didn't miss a beat, man. It was uh, you know, so that was that was dope. You know, us just uh, reconnecting like that. I got to see my aunt. They live in Gwinnett. Shout out Migos and shit like that. Which no, yeah, uh, yeah. surprisingly is is what I've learned is really the burbs. But I guess mm, I kind of been on that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize. So yeah, I kind of been on um, Migos is necessarily the most streetest niggas in the world. So, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, it's not. That's not. That's not that type of podcast. But yeah. <laughs> right. But so yeah, no. Um, that was a cool, a cool part of it, you know. I think our, our hotel was dope, like a lot of vibes. Oh, the hotel was there. nice too. You ran into what's the call from uh, Shotters and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran into Bob Marley's son, man. Which yeah, he, was the wild. nigga from Shotters, the main character. He was he was at he stayed at our hotel while yeah. we were there. And uh, we were across the street from some wild shit, but uh, we'll leave that out for now. <laughs> well, it is Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, it is Atlanta, my boy. As they say, Rainbow uh, City, nigga. Shit, crazy, my guy. <laughs> Boy, so my boy the... Fred was getting cat called and whistled at <laughs> horns honking out. Yeah, babe, turn around, man. Like that booty jiggle for the dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting the attention that I wanted in Atlanta, man. We gotta run that shit back for real, bro. <laughs> this uh, nigga was looking for hoes and just find how the niggas trying to get at him. It's crazy. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm not gonna uh, touch that because uh, the way he's just positioned that sounds crazy. <laughs> And it, it's okay because he has a few stories to tell later as well. So <laughs> let's not forget <laughs> your action. Hey, but, uh, I, I'm talking about my party file, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I guess you could call that a party file too, right? Like okay. The video footage of me sleeping? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I look crazy. I don't care. I'm <laughs> Yo, I only seen that one other time in my life. And it was... Uh, no, yeah. I don't want to be much with Cortez in this situation. <laughs> They was doing anything to that man, man, that night. It could have happened to you if you were adults like we were. I think a lot of people could have fucked with you. But anyway, everybody's nah, not going to get what we're talking nah, about. Everybody, everybody Let me tie a bow on what I'm saying. Go ahead. Um, Atlanta, you know, um, I'm going to definitely have to double back. Not for sure. Some other places uh, to go back to. Black Hollywood. Yeah, I think, you know, there were more things to be done. I definitely yeah. wanted to see Magic City. I definitely he, wanted to he see Follies. No he ain't had no strip club, so he's, you know. He's mad about that. I'm on tour and I ain't even go. That's the whole point of the tour, bro. You go for you, nigga. I don't yeah. like strip clubs. So, <laughs> well, you should have went with your cousin. <laughs> with that nigga the whole time. Just everybody listen to what he just said. He doesn't like strip clubs. Everybody just just pause and hear that. But He's that shit like it's, it's it's not common. Not every nigga likes strip clubs. I never met one. <laughs> Four don't like strip clubs either. So. All right, well, there's two of y'all. Y'all both I guess, stay, y'all both stay in the I same guess, place. I guess so. I guess it's just us niggas who don't. It's just the two of y'all, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not that common. All right, but nah. So, anyways, Atlanta, man. 
Um, definitely gonna have to circle back. I think uh, the vibes was there. Um, I mean, uh, so many more bitches to be seen. I'm sure. I mean, on my plane ride home, even <laughs> that was a thing. So definitely had to come back and see uh, what's going on with ATL. But you know, overall, decent, decent trip. Decent nah, space. facts, facts. So like, um, from my my point of view, to recap, so it wasn't Houston for Memorial Day weekend, right? Yeah, that but, was Memorial Day. Yeah. Which was in May, so this was that was May, April, May, June, July, May. So like, then um, was it May? I think I'm not sure, but I think yeah, it was, it was at least a month at this point. It was like a month apart, right? Yeah. So we did that, and me and Chuck had a convo because the nigga wasn't really feeling the vibes as much as normal. Because you know that's not his first time in Houston, so we had a conversation. He was just like, "Yeah, bro, like." I'm really over this club shit and lounge shit like 24-7, like nonstop, back-to-back days. Like, like I, ain't, I mean, he's like, don't get me wrong, it's cool and all, but niggas been clubbing since we were fucking 18, 19, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people even younger than that. Like, niggas been doing this shit, like, clubbing shit, niggas done been there, done that. So, like, after a while, that shit gets... I mean, for real, for real, after a while, that shit gets repetitive as fuck, so I can understand somebody, like, feeling like, I'm not about to book tickets to fly to a whole new city just to do some clubbing shit and nothing else. Like, that shit ain't really... Especially when they don't do that shit that much on their own type of time. So, I was telling him my shit, nigga, I feel you on the same tip. Like, I ain't no, really, I ain't no club nigga like that, for real, for real. I'm not really an outside nigga per se, in the sense that what most people may think of is like, I'm a type of nigga. Like, I I want to I enjoy some nature shit now at this point. Like vibes outside, restaurants. You ain't do no nature shit when we was in that lab. You ain't do no nature <laughs> shit. Don't get me wrong, but this this is this is how the conversation went, and then I'm gonna tell you what ended up happening. But this is how it went. I'm a I'm a. You said all this shit. Shut up, bitch. Let me, let, me, let me shut up, bitch. Let me tell the story from my point of view. So I'm like, yeah, so I was telling you. trying to like, sauce it up right now. Shut the fuck up, man. Let me tell my story, nigga. I was, so this is the conversation goes like, yeah, nigga, you know, we can do some hiking, find some botanical gardens, some restaurants, <laughs> <laughs> restaurants and shit. Like, we can do all that. You feel me? That's the type of time I'm on because it's like, I'm not a geek to go to no strip club. I'm not a geek to go to no clubs, no whatever, whatever. Just that's cool with me. I'm not, I don't need to pop bottles. Every weekend to feel like my life is complete or that's the only definition of fun. I like to kick it with bitches in my crib and just vibe. You know what I'm saying? Smoke a good drink. That's my that's my definition of fun anyway. So, so I told him, like, yeah, I'm the same type of times. So I'm just like, I'm about to come pop out. I'm going to pop out to you in, uh, in Atlanta. We can do that. We can be on that type of time. Like, I like, nigga, he, I know Chuck he always sends me videos of like his game. He be having like... <clears throat> He hosts like game nights and cookouts at his crib and stuff. So, which is a vibe, 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 right? Me. So anyway, so I was telling him, like, hey, go ahead, set one of those up. He like, bro, Fourth of July weekend, you come, it's gonna be hella. It's never gonna be. It's gonna be nothing but pool parties and barbecues, which is what it ended up being, right? So four days straight, yeah, <laughs> pool partying, mm-hmm. bitches. Oh so, my god, there were so many bitches. <laughs> that's what we ended up. So that's that's kind of what the premise of the trip was. And when I got there, the first night was. Anyway, me and Fred, we already on this on the app, making sure there's some connections being made before niggas <laughs> put, put feet on ground. You know what I'm saying? There's some connections being made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So we making sure there's some connections and vibes being created mm-hmm. before feet feet is on the ground. So, night one, we had a pool party. The niggas ended up being niggas for Morgan too. So I think Fred, you knew some of them niggas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Alumni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So niggas from Morgan and shit. Y'all know I'm a dropout, so I ain't know them niggas, but it was dope as fuck. I was still cool as hell. I was fucking with them. So first night we we doing our thing. Um at a party from my point of view. I invited a little shorty over, little Naja babe. She pulls up and then we just start vibing in our own little bubble. While everybody else is like, you know, doing that pool party, pool party vibe, you know what I'm saying? It's cool energy. I'm chopping it up with Shorty, kicking it. Then this this is really what I remember. Next thing I know, I'm just back in my hotel with Shorty, right? <laughs> Basically. 
Jay Rock but, said the Uber's ready. <laughs> we had it out, man. I wish hey, I could see how he did it. Oh, uh, explain that part to them. What yeah, this is this is what was over. It was because over I remember, with. I remember we were sitting in her car talking, but then we both was like, "We too lit." No, I, I kept trying to tell her I should drive, but she was like, "Nah, nigga, you too lit." She's like, and "I'm too lit," so we just ended up calling an Uber, and we're waiting for the. So we're just talking in her car while the Uber pulled up to go back yeah. to the telly. Yeah. Go ahead. So what you saw, you said you saw us walking away, right, out of the car or some shit. What you yeah, see? Yeah, me and Chuck was headed back to the hotel. He just, uh, we just see Rob. It's like we're just driving slowly one way, and Rob's walking slowly the the other way, and we just like, "Oh, there you go, right there. What's up?" And he said, "Oh, nah, were y'all man. looking? Were y'all looking for me or?" I don't really think we was looking for you because I think Chuck had already uh, figured you had swerved. Okay. I feel like the, Chuck already, because everybody was leaving at that point. So he was just cleaning up whatever was uh, there and just leaving. Mm-hmm. And um, Rob was just like, the Uber's ready and headed off. So. Oh, yeah. See y'all niggas. That was <laughs> See y'all niggas, man. I'm out. <laughs> like, anyway, yeah. Like so. he, he owned the city or some shit like that. Like, yeah, I got my girl on my arm, bro. I'm ready. <laughs> my that's, what it, that's what it looked like. That's all it was. That's the vibe like, I gave you. Like, I owned the city. Yeah, I guess it must be true now. But anyway, so boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you do that. I'm gonna tell you. You know, y'all know the vibes. I remember waking up the next day, and I'm talking to this nigga friend on the phone. He's like, "Man, I fucked up last night." Da 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 da. This is when he's telling me about the whole uh, breaking a beer bottle because this bitch ass nigga was basically trying to crack the beer bottles by you know placing it on the edge of a table. And like hitting and popping the top off or whatever. So apparently the story goes, he did it one time, boom. It was flawless, flawless execution. And then I guess he did it. He tried to do it again with the I tried second. to get my cousin a beer. I tried to get him okay. a beer. I'm pretty sure there was a beer opener somewhere. I'm pretty sure. They didn't have one. I'm pretty That's sure you could have twisted the top off or something like that. I'm pretty sure nah, you there, was, there was other ways to be done. I'm also pretty sure that nigga was sipping Casamigos. Why the fuck are you drinking a beer? So it's a lot of different. Rob, you were you were dead at that. Let me wait. Hold on, hold on. Let me tell you because <laughs> all these things that he said, he has no idea what was happening or what was going. on. I know, on. but I'm the saying Migos was, the Migos was the was done. There was mad liquor bottles though. No, all the liquor was gone. Okay, I'm telling you because my cousin pulled up. I'm like, oh, okay, let me get you a beer. Uh, I remember him being there. I remember seeing him there the first night. Uh, at the pool party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, him. yeah. He pulled up. He pulled up. But yeah, but yeah. So I mean, yeah, definitely. Anyways, sure, but. anyways, he's apologizing for cutting bitches' legs and shit, breaking glass and that. And I remember just asking the short, I'm like, this is the next one. I'm like, yo, Joe, do you remember nigga breaking glass and shit? She's like, yeah, nigga, my leg got cut. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I guess I was one of his victims from the night prior. So it was crazy, but that happened. And then what did we end up doing Saturday? Do you remember what we did on Saturday? Oh, was yeah. that? That was, the, um, oh, yeah, that was Chuck's was, uh, kickback. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, so. All right, so the niggas is um shorty leaves, niggas is um turning up in the telly. Nah, I, I went to go get her Uber. I mean, I sent her Uber to go pick up her car. I come back, I look with Fred, and we just sipping now. We sipping, going up. Niggas ain't eat yet, right? This is yeah. This, niggas is going up sipping, and then Chuck is like. Hey, uh, what type, what type of time y'all on? I'm like, nigga, we just, we just sipping in the uh, hotel, recap the night before. Um, and yeah, we trying to find some food and smoke some hookah, really. And he was like, I bet, like, I'm about to come scoop y'all. So he pulls up. He he pulls up to the hotel. Uh, he picks us up with his homegirl. He's like, oh, yeah, that's my homegirl, such and such. It's me and Fred. He like, yeah, she about to um, come with us because uh, after we finish eating this shit, we're going to go pick up some food and party supplies. For the uh for the for the game night slash party house party at his crib yeah. later. So we all right, but we go to this little hookah spot, <clears throat> eat some good food, smoking, drink, uh drinking, champagne. Good vibes, right? The good vibes. energy. Vibes. Yeah, good energy. Then we end up going, uh I'm still late. I I, I really was nibbling on my food. Like I wasn't I didn't finish the whole thing. So my stomach was kind of light still, and I'm a big nigga, so I need sustenance in order to continue the debauchery that I do <laughs> on, a, on a regular when I'm when I'm out of town and shit because you know it's every day's vacation. So we get to the um I think from there we went to the uh we went to the African the Nigerian restaurant to pick up the food if I'm not mistaken. Yeah and we had then pit stop. We had pit stops and then uh we went to the bar next door Chuck bought us some drinks because well, I think the food was not completed yet. Right. So 
We got some shots or some drinks over there. Came back. Then they got into an argument with one of the workers. We had to defuse the situation. Got the food. Got a fire today. And then I remember Shorty's giving me this rundown. We went. Do you remember you running to the liquor store, us running to the supermarket and all that shit during that, that time frame before Tuck's house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were running around okay. shit. At that point, my vision was already... <laughs> my memory was definitely clouded at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. You had real. lost your phone at that point. Yeah, so I ended up losing my phone inside Chuck's car at one point. And we're doing all this running around before we get to the crib. And I just, I think I had got to the point, even though I ended up being on the side of the seats or whatever, but I just got to the point, I just gave up looking for it. I'm like, fuck it, my phone gone. Like, I think niggas already tried, because she was like, we stopped, she stopped traffic, and we were just like looking for my phone in the middle of traffic. We were blocking the roads at one point. Do you remember that part? Yeah, all yes. that was happening. Yeah, a lot of shit. It was a lot of wild shit going on. A lot of commotion, animation. <clears throat> could have, could have found a phone anyway. You know what I mean? It happens. It happens that way. Get to the party. I body some uh, some soya. I find a little chair. <laughs> Niggas is setting up. <laughs> Niggas is setting up and shit. Party hasn't really started. It's not even crowded like that. We taking my... everything out of Chuck's car, trying to get the party. Like you know. Let's help him get the situation to be mm-hmm. alive. Mm-hmm. You know, he couldn't do it all on his own. Right. So we got a lot of shit. We got a lot of drinks. We got a lot of uh, food. And we, we, we went on rant, Matt, Matt Aaron's trying to pick up stuff from one location to the next to the next to get this game night squared away, which uh, we had tables. We had uh, tablecloths. We had all that good shit that you could get for a party. And uh, this nigga Rob over here, he is Suya and shit. Oh, this, I'm like, yo. We picking stuff up and going to the crib, man. What you do? <laughs> Bro, I was just like, yeah. Listen, man, my eyes low, man. I'm hungry. I ain't eating shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> faded at this point way, way beyond. I mean, I'm faded too. I don't even know how we're... We had how many bottles of champagne and liquor before that? Yeah, yeah, before that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I can understand. Yeah, I can understand. But, so, uh, yeah. I found it wasn't chair. moving a muscle. <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't help. I don't think I helped really, nigga. Nah, you know what I mean? Nah, yeah. I mean, I sent, I, I, I sent money for I sent money for the supplies. So I right, 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 right. But uh, you know, so <laughs> yeah, money talks, nigga. But uh, so I found a chair. You know what I mean? And it's embarrassing, but uh, <laughs> sat down on this chair, right? And <laughs> oh my god! Apparently, so Chuck had his homegirl had thrown her birthday party. In his garage, <laughs> his garage is decked out nice, like black paint on the wall. So it's like it's a nice little setup. So apparently, his homegirl had thrown her birthday party the, the week prior, the weekend before we got there. So how old did she turn? She turned. She turned twenty nine because she still had these twenty nine. You know, twenty nine. Uh, Champagne balloon, color balloons. Up balloons. Yeah. You know how you know how the girls love they balloons and shit with their ages. So apparently, anyway, the chair sat on. I guess she had used it like her little throne with a little backdrop, and all the balloons were behind the chair. <laughs> so, me being the nigga I am, I just fucking ate a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Down the chair, crossed my legs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then, boom! Four hours passes. Shit! And I've been sleeping this whole time in <laughs> the chair. In front of people, it's like it's disgusting, bro. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. That was, was bad. That was bad. Like I, <laughs> I, remember, I tried to get him up, man. Yeah. I tried to get him yeah. up, everybody. I told him multiple times, like, yo, Rob, yo, you don't want to be right here, man. This shit is about to get started. You want to go upstairs and something like that. Go ahead. <laughs> get out of the way. Get out of the way. Yeah. The music is blasting. He's yeah. right next to the music, and people are commotioning, yelling, screaming. The games are going. Chuck's whooping uh, bitches ass on in uh, uh, Connect Four. They screaming right next to this nigga sitting down, and he can't yeah. hear any of it. He keeps going through, sleeping through all of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is crazy to me. I, but, I remember uh, just waking up and some niggas. In front, I was like, oh, there's so many people. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't even know where I was at initially because I'm like, what the fuck? It, what, you know what I'm saying? Because when I closed my eyes, it was not this. Yeah, that's a good thought. What did you think when you woke up? Nah, real shit. Day? I was just like, where the fuck am I at? And then, <laughs> like, niggas standing in front of me. And they just look like, oh, shit, was good, OG? I'm like, I'm like, wait, what? Like, dad, are you finally up, bruh? And people just talking to me that I don't know. And they're talking to me like 
they know me or something. It was weird. It was a weird energy. Yeah, I could, I could, I could understand. Yeah, that. I could understand. And they're like, "Damn, bro, like, oh, you can see what through this uh, crazy." And then they, they just start pulling. Out. Look at that. Look, 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 bro. These niggas start pulling out their phones. Niggas, I don't know. Just show me videos. Videos of you sleeping. Sleeping. Ah, man, that was embarrassing. On your 29th birthday. Then one bitch is like, yo, yeah, happy birthday. You just turned 29. I'm like, huh? Happy birthday. And that's when I peeped. I look back and I'm sitting in with little balloons over my head. I'm like, yo, so <laughs> motherfuckers really think it was my birthday party. I just fell asleep because I was too turned on my birthday. Cause Chuck was like, a couple niggas was like, Dad, this nigga going to sleep on his birthday. We gotta keep him up. I'm like, what type of nigga do you think I am? And if I turn any age, I would have balloons that have my age on it. So that was really my my main concern and issue. It was like, what type of nigga do they think I am that I got balloons with my age on it? Like, I'm a grown-ass man. The fuck it's not even like? his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways. It's ah. funny. It's funny because I remember talking to Shorty the next day because I ended up kicking over her for like the next two days. And she would just say, like, I, was, I just kept talking about it. I was like, damn, this was embarrassing, da, da, da. She was like, I mean, honestly, though, you gave us some shit to talk about for the first half of the party before the shit really got started. So, you know, <laughs> you kind of kept the party going. Da, da, da. You gave us some shit to talk about, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> like, wake your ass up, nigga. Yeah, I know, I know. This video's going to be looking crazy. Legs crossed. Shades on. A little tilt. Mouth a little open. It's, it's, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. There's no way I can really try to clean it up. So, yeah, man, that happened. That <laughs> was the second day in Atlanta. Then the next day, shit got a little active for your boy. I don't know what Fred was doing. But, oh, this uh, is, the, this is the, uh, the second pool party? Because that was live. I was back, and I was on, pr- on the prime. Yeah, it was the second. Ooh, it was the second pool party, actually. Yeah, because that was um, a good day. <laughs> yeah, because, wait, hold on. Yeah, because I linked up with Shorty. She came to my telly. We kicked it for a couple hours. Hookah, food, then we licked with y'all at the pool party. Right? Or am I thinking about the third no, one? No, I'm thinking like the second one happened the night of Chuck's. Of Chuck's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, because we came back the next day. But did we go back to the hotel after being out all day? No. Nah, and then nigga. we put up on Chuck? Nah, nigga. Because I got in the pool and everything, so that means I was just... Oh, you're right. I was you're just pooling it. You was action. <laughs> I was just active then. Oh, because I remember the, the time we went to the pool party, the first... Nah, it was that first... It was that first day that we met. We didn't do two day. pool parties in one day. Nah, we did. So, the first time I went to the pool party, you, you jumped in with all them, like, cute right. African babies and shit. Right. That was the same night that I fell asleep. Oh, so that was the same night as Chuck. So, it was before Chuck's party. It was before... It was part of the shit we was doing after we finished eating and smoking hookah and all the champagne and shit. Damn, I think that's we, crazy. That was we, I think, oh, we, did, oh, we did that first. Then we ended up going to the get the food and all that shit. Right? What a wild night. Right? Really? It was a blur. I think. I don't know. It was a blur. It was a blur for me. It was a blur. <laughs> I can't even remember. I can't even remember. So, mm-hmm. we was acting. It was a, but yeah, anyways, man, after that, it was, you know, just good vibe. I was just kicking it with a little shorty. Had my little, little bubble session with that. You know what I mean? And then, um, uh, I went to like one final party on Monday, right before. I, but I, oh yeah, I, call, I, I, I was already. Going, yeah, 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 you was already playing. I called I call my flight from there though. Called my flight from there, and I mean uh, my Uber from there went straight to the airport. It was a good trip though. I thought it was fun. I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was fun. I gotta yeah. go back again because niggas really didn't do all this shit that we said we were gonna do. We did the pool party shit. We did the house party shit, but it was more. It was a more uh, auxiliary and like side moves and missions that we could have did to kill some time during the day. But I was laid up with like two different bitches for the most part. So I know Fred had an issue with that when we came back. He got mad at me for living my version of my best life because he and Mac and had nobody to go to the strip club with him. I'm like, nigga. Yo, for real, dog. That's, like, that's yo, on you. That's on you. You know what I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. We're going to circle back again. I should have, well, that, that last night that I was there, I should have just drove hey, fuck uh, it. AP. I should have just took your car and went to the club by myself. But, you know, I'm in a new city, man. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what, what the just protocol is. You could have just called an Uber. Yeah, I feel you, but I don't know the protocol for real, for real. Oh, yeah, I had a bitch-ass Uber driver trying to sell me some Christian clothes and shit. One of the nights... Yeah, we got sold a lot of shit there. The comic books and all kinds oh, of yeah, things. Yeah. I bought the comic books, supported that, but then I had an Uber driver trying to sell me Christian clothes that were whack. And it was getting mad at me because I wasn't feeling it. Trying to sell me a $60 hoodie that said some bullshit that instead of a T, I had a cross talking about, well, you know, Christ dripped on the cross for you, so you, you should drip on the streets for him. 
I'm like, that's a cool little slogan, my boy, but I'm not the nigga you should be selling this Christian shit to because I'm not a religious nigga. <laughs> Let me just tell you that right now. Speaking to the wrong nigga. You're like, well, all right, I know you're not religious, but you fly, though. Like, I mean, so, you know, you can just be fly. You know, still rap. Still rap. I'm like, bro, I don't know what to tell you, my bro, but it ain't for me. And then he just started going on this tangent. So what you mean? You don't, you don't like my designs or something? I'm like, bro, listen, got a 30-minute Uber ride, nigga. It's like 4, 3.30 in the morning, like, I just love, I got a bitch reading me over. Like, what do we, you know what I mean? Like, why do you want to make it awkward more than it needs to be? Because we're only like 10 minutes into the ride. So I'm going to tell you your shit whack and I still got 20 minutes to ride with you. Like, but he forced my hand. I didn't have to do that shit. And yeah, that shit was weird. It was awkward as hell. I did not, I did not fuck with that ride. I gave that nigga one star. Fuck that nigga. But um, <laughs> <laughs> he fucked up my, my quiet, nice ride. Anyways, man. Definitely go back to Atlanta, try it again, and uh, do more things, see more things. Yeah, for sure. I, probably try to town. Yeah, I, I never got to go to the Mercedes Benz Stadium. I'm a fucking Falcons fan. It's just two trips in a row to Atlanta that I was supposed to go to the stadium because I'm a Falcons fan and I never went. But uh, yeah, so we could do that again, man. But yeah, yeah. We'll anyways, that was, that was uh, Fourth of July weekend in a nutshell. There's a lot more shit that happened. We don't got time for all that because we got a lot of shit to talk about. Um, yeah, due to circumstances. Um, we didn't record last. It's been a couple of weeks now because we were supposed to record and then to travel. There were some fucking technical difficulties that we had a good ass episode that got fucking destroyed. And then we have to travel after that. So that shit kind of just fucked everything up. So I'm trying to kind of condense a lot of things into this episode. But this episode, FWP episode 74. So far, we're going into it. We did the recap. We did Generation X. I'm HBK, the heartbreak kid. This nigga's Triple H, man. I'll tell you that right now. The real yeah. shit go on. WrestleMania is coming up and shit like that, too. It is. <laughs> it's going to be very it crazy. There's a lot of wild shit going on, my boy. <laughs> Anyways, man. I started from one weekend, got into the next week. This weekend was fun, too, for your boy. But we're not going to talk about that. Niggas are going to be mad about that. Anyway, so one thing that happened uh, yesterday, man. Today's Sunday. RP Blue. For huh. those who know me, man, I have a dog named Blue. Um, he had to be put down yesterday. A very aggressive animal, and um, he had to be put down. <laughs> That's how you got position it. I was done with that nigga. I get that nigga away. I think he, I think he got put down, but <laughs> that nigga he just kept biting me too much. But I've had a nigga for like two years. He would not stop. Try to train his nigga. He wouldn't listen for real. So I got tired of this nigga, man. My finger's still like throbbing right now because he just bit me like Friday night and shit. Like he killed his dog. Everybody, whatever. He had to get. I had to, I had to get rid of him, man. Had to get rid of him. <laughs> oh man. Can't do it, man. Like you can't have. I can't own a dog that bites you to the point that you're bleeding each time, and it's like you're feeding this motherfucker, taking care of him, and it's just like he just. You know what I mean? Like off some random shit. I pick him up. He's biting the hand that feeds him. Realistic, like, <laughs> like literally biting the hand that feeds him. And the, the last bite was about like I literally poured him, poured him his bowl of medicated food that I had to buy specifically from his vet because it goes well with his stomach. I pour him his bowl, he's eating, and then I'm making myself a tuna sandwich. Make a sandwich, I come down to eat it at my coffee table, I'm eating this shit. For those of y'all who own dogs or know no dogs, you know them niggas be smashing their food hella fast. So he body that shit. You know he over here like all huffing and puffing because like again the hiccups because he eats the food so fast. He's literally trying to climb up on the uh, coffee table and, like, start, like, licking or trying to get on my plate and shit. Let me just, like, yo, nigga, get the fuck. Like, I just try to pick him up. Like, yo, nigga, back up. And he just, rah, on my hand. I was just like, oh, shit. My shit just started leaking. I was so pissed, bro. That nigga just tried to go hide on the coffee table. So I had to get, like, a... To, anyway, I got him into the bathroom and locked him in that bitch and just was, like... Kept him there for like three hours and then took him for a quick walk and threw him right back into the bathroom and shit. Like, I was like, I'm done with this nigga. Like, this nigga is too wild. But yeah, anyways, disciplinary, disciplinary, uh, disciplinary issues. I guess I should take some accountability. I should have been better with my training and shit with him. Also, keep in mind for people who don't know, he was a rescue. He already had um, multiple bites on his record. From He got it from New Jersey. It was a fucked up dog. And I thought I could like, you know, get some love into this nigga life and like maybe he'd chill out. Not I didn't expect this shit to come overnight, but two years in, bro, and you still doing that shit. I'm not I'm not fucking with you no more, nigga. Fuck out of here. I'll start fresh with a with a fresh puppy and just make sure. You know what I mean? Cause like my other dog, Oliver Twist, nigga, he going on he's year ten now. He chilling. He lives now he lives 
he moved from Owens Mills. Now he lives 15 minutes away from me with my sister in Dallas and shit. So, you know what I mean? Like, I need a dog like that where it's like 10 years in, we, we still strong, going strong. Not a motherfucker that bites you. You know what I mean? So, don't get me wrong. He looked cute. He looks cute. So uh, he's really friendly with people. And says, everybody's just like, I don't really understand what you mean. Like, he's so friendly and cute. I'm like, yeah, I know, but. We got to eulogize him. Well, shout out Blue, man. RP Blue, you got me a lot of pussy because the bitches love you. You know what I'm saying? So you did your part for the last two years, but it, it, ran, its, <laughs> it ran its course. You know what I mean? On to the next. But yeah, all right. So let's keep, let's keep it going. RP Blue, though. Um, RP Blue. Let me keep going. Let me keep going because I really want to make sure this shit don't cut off. I got my phone on Do Not Disturb because I don't want no disturbances. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, next thing was... Uh, I want to give a rundown. So, like, uh, this upcoming week, I'm going to actually get my first full check uh, from both jobs, finally. So, for y'all, to, for y'all to know, like, I just wanted to give a quick rundown. Like, I remember I moved out here uh, from a job in, with a job in Austin. From Austin to Dallas, I had a little job that was remote at the time because of COVID. Um, I renew, like, I knew I wasn't going to renew my lease in Austin, and I gave myself a couple of months to try to find a new job. And, you know, before I really decided to make this move to Dallas, that was how I envisioned it in my head. But, you know, how life works. Things don't always go as planned. So I ended up having to, by the time my, my date to move out came, I, didn't, I had not secured a job. I had, went on interviews. Don't get me wrong. I was bombing them left and right. Just, uh, it, was, it was some tough interviews that were not going my way. So shit was looking shaky. But then at the point... So I had a thought. I'm like, should I just stay here? Because, bro, what if shit goes left? Uh, uh, I'm not getting nothing. Like, I know I'm going to move to a place that's more expensive. And it's like, if I don't have more money, what's the point? Like, you know what I mean? Why am I just going to add more expenses? You know what I mean? And then, like, what if, and then what if a month into my job, into my new place, my job decides, oh, we all going back to the office now? You know what I mean? So I was thinking about all those things. <clears throat> but I said, fuck it. I'm not going to let fear dictate how I move and I already I was so over the city of Austin at this point I'm just like I'm not staying if I if I stay here it's, it's solely out of fear <clears throat> that's led that allowed me to, to it's making me stay and I'll just be miserable you know what I mean like living in a place you don't really want to be in is not a fun experience especially when you low-key have the option the resources to move and move around you're just afraid because you know this so it's kind of safe because you but the fear of the unknown kind of keeps you tethered to the reality that you really don't want to be living in. So, and you, we all have the power to c- control our own realities. That's why they always say you're, you're you're kind of the god of your own universe because you're the one who you get to dictate how the world operates around your from your your point of view, your lenses, from your brain. So, <clears throat> took a leap of faith and then have a job. First week I was here, I kind of had like a little breakdown, like damn, and did I fuck up? Uh, I, like have a second guess. The second week I, I secured two jobs and shit. And then, so yeah, so now it's been like over a little bit, a little bit over a month working at both jobs at the same time. Uh, one of my biggest fears was having meetings double booked at the same time. Got that shit, that shit happened to me uh, last week. It was three meetings all at nine o'clock. I was bouncing around, about pop, taking my headphones from my laptop, putting on the other laptop, muting the other laptop, unmuting all that. I did that shit successfully. Boom. So biggest fear out the way. Get my first real check. So I, I literally just, what I'm saying is like, Settled into this, uh, these two new jobs. I quit the one in Austin, send them back their equipment. I've settled into these jobs now. Like, I'm comfortable. I already got, you know, niggas already saying, oh, you've been doing such a great job. We love you, da, da, da. Both of the, at both jobs and shit like that. So I found, my little, I found my little cadence and shit and just time to run it up for real. So I'm just saying, like, basically, yeah, man, don't let fear dictate you and hold you back from doing shit because even though shit might not go on your timeline, Still take the leap of faith, and then you never know what's gonna happen. Just give you gotta put yourself in a in situation so it's to be able to receive the blessings that the world has in store for you. So that's all I was trying to say, man. Just uh, don't let fear hold you back. Do what you gotta do. Keep moving. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like you only live once, right? So why just tell yourself like oh, I'm gonna just stay here because it's safer? Because you can really literally die tomorrow. We all could just die tomorrow. Get struck Message. by lightning. Yeah. So telling yourself this is a safe route and. I'm going to give myself a couple of years. You might not have those years you're trying to account for. You got to live in the moment, man. So I did that shit, man. It was dope, man. It was dope. It was dope. All right, now. So recap shit. Quick little message shit. 
Now let's get into some FWP shit, bro. So let me start with this, because uh, I know I, I wrote it down towards the end, but last time we spoke, uh, Derek Chauvin got sentenced to 22.5 years. He's 45 years old. I personally don't like the... I don't like it. I feel like it's too, it's too light of a sentence. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, and he probably won't do the full amount of time that they're mentioning, will he? I mean... There's know. always Probably options not. for good behavior and whatever trying, else. Yeah, I think he's also already trying to appeal that shit. So yeah. it's a and bullshit. This is, I, sorry, verdict, sorry, I forgot to say, uh, but y'all should know this, but this is um, the officer who had his knee on George Floyd's neck. But yeah. I hope you guys know that listening to this. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I mean, bullshit. It's just a, a, a slap on the wrist of a situation. They were, they were saying the maximum was 30. Got Give him the death penalty, man, or whatever the fuck they do. Where, well, this was Minneapolis. So I don't know what the they don't do that is. Out there. Yeah, they whatever don't do they do, there. man. Give the fucking give them the full thing. I don't know what what's the semantics about it. What's the difference between the twenty and the thirty? Why um, is he not afforded the thirty? I think I, I read I read that um, basically because the max was thirty that the prosecutors thought that if they gave him too uh, close to the max. It might be there might be room to argue that it was a little too harsh and get a nigga to like uh, appeal the the ruling. So to be on the safer side, we're trying to give him kind of compromise a little bit to say like this nigga didn't get the max, so he shouldn't have an opportunity to appeal this. Right. So that's kind of the logic I read. Keep in mind, it's not like he got convicted. He didn't get convicted for a first degree murder, second degree. So. Well, I hope he does every day, minute. I'll be, I'll be gets raped every day. <laughs> yeah, you said his, this before. I hope his, um, I hope his family loses interest in him and supporters <laughs> fade out. I just really hope he goes through it because <laughs> that nigga just looks evil, man. I'm gonna That's just keep it real. He, just, that. he looks evil. He looks like, like he's not evil white for nigga. I, I he mean, don't look remorseful at all. He looks evil, man. No do, lip having. Have we even heard any statement? Have we heard Fuck any? That nigga. Any he has statement? no lips. He has no lips. He's white. <laughs> Like, I don't believe him. Anything he's gonna say, I don't believe him. I actually think that's that's like most white people. Actually, yeah, so I put them in the same in a similar category. <laughs> yeah, but I just <laughs> <laughs> for real, right? I'm racist, man. Yeah, yeah well, uh, well, I don't think you can be. I don't think you can be black and racist. That's another hot take that I have. But let's leave it at that. Um, I mean, I try not to be, but then the world just keeps making me more and more racist because. <laughs> The reality of the situation that niggas is living in. Many ways. Yeah, this is the, well. Okay, let this open the, open up the flood, floodgates now for a second because <laughs> the fact that we can have a situation that's just one of the millions of situations. Everybody, Ex- explain. And the fact that we explain. have what situation? The fact that we have a, a white cop. Okay, okay. Kill a black man. Where we're looking for, what would be the reason why you would do that? Right, like. I don't think it's mean, that, justification. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to call it justification of killing a black dude, but like, was it warranted in some sort of kind of way? But it never is. Not based on the video. Sometimes it is. Yeah, it's a nigga charging you with a gun or something. Well, there's a lot shoot. of white people that do that, and they just go I know, to Burger King I know, and they. they I know. So I know. it's very crazy to me that. Um, but this was. Yeah, go ahead. Excuse me. I, I just feel like that's not that's not act. Too idealistic and not and not be realistic and say that there's never an excuse for not shooting somebody, right? Because there is there's reasons to sh- kill somebody, but uh, for the most part, from the shit that we see, there's there's hmm, how do I say this? Most of the things, most of the uh, situations that get kind of uh, national attention, national national uh, media coverage, for the most part, they're they're definitely. Um, can be avoided like their their death could be avoided in those situations. Deadly force did not need to be did not actually necessary it's not necessarily required to resolve those issues. For the, for example, this this situation right with Floyd is like y'all got four niggas on the laying on the back on a on the back of a nigga who's on the ground and already in handcuffs. What's the reason if all four of you guys should still be on him? Is he squirming around? Right? Like why why do you, why does somebody why what is the logic of having your neck and body weight I mean, your knee and body weight on somebody's neck who's right. already in handcuffs laying on his back. How about he can't breathe? What's the logic behind Unless it? you don't think that that person deserves life like you do. Obviously, that's one thing. Second thing is like, you don't believe anything he's saying. He's just a liar. So I'm just doing this because he, yeah, he can breathe. He's just looking for some sympathy. Fuck this nigga. But also having a hand in your pocket while you're resting on somebody's knees 
Why you, you have your knees on somebody's neck is crazy because that means really like all your body weight is you're not even dispersed dispersing or like distributing your body weight at all. Like you had this thing had his hands in his pockets, laying on cuz. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. Like so yeah, that's, def- that that now the more that you describe this, that's first degree murder. It is. And then but and then on top of that, the optics of having the other cop who's just the Asian nigga who's just standing around. And his job is to like try to keep the crowd calm when he literally turns back and you can see that he's witnessing his colleagues kill somebody. And his job is just to, oh, no, 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 oh, guys, please just calm down, just calm down. Oh, please stay, stay on the sidewalk, stay on the sidewalk. Like, <laughs> it's like, nigga, like, that just don't, don't me, think that just, we ain't forget about that nigga either. To me, that just speaks on the police in, in this country as a whole and just how fucked up it is and how it strips the officers of their humanity. When they have to put on the the uh, uniform and shit, that's why I say fuck twelve very comfortably because it's like them niggas don't ha- they can't act like it because it brings me back to the protests earlier last year when um in Buffalo, New York, when um them niggas uh the riot police in Buffalo pushed that old old ass white nigga and his head just bounced off the concrete that his he just started bleeding from his ears, old nigga looking like he was eighty ninety old old as fuck trying to protest for unity and equality or whatever. He gets pushed back by uh, the cops in riot gear, but his head bounces off the concrete, the pavement. His ears is leaking blood now. So this nigga probably dying. You know, he old as fuck. And one of the cops, not the one who pushed him, but another one is like, the person who called him, what the, what the fuck you guys are doing? He's bleeding. He's old. And then what well, you can see one of the cops, like, I guess he's listening to what the people who are recording behind the camera are yelling at. And he's like, oh, shit. And he tries to lean down and go, like, check on cuz, right? And then one of his other riot gear cops just pulls him back and that nigga's whole formation. We not, that's not for us to do. And they just keep marching. And I'm just saying like that, the policing in this country really strips uh, its officers of, of their humanity. You know what I mean? And it's just like, so I, I really just feel like the overall, the system and the whole like, uh, what, what do you call it? The um, institution of the of police force is really just so fucked up in this, in this country that and he, yeah, it, it just needs to change. And that's why I also feel like that cop went back in Austin during the protest who was like my boys, I guess he was one of my my, uh, my neighborhood neighbor or whatever, randomly touched me like, hey, my bad, I'm so sorry about all that's going on. Da, 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 da. I'm a police officer. Da, da. But he wasn't in uniform. He was just a regular, he just looked like a regular old white nigga walking into, or I think he was walking into his door or walking out of his door. And I was just <clears throat> walking back to Forbes crib. We just went on a liquor run. We were already turned up. And he just started apologizing to me, but he out of uniform. And he also told me that yeah, I wanted to speak out and, and uh, when, I, when I was on the clock, but, you know, I was told that if I speak out and apologize in uniform, I could, it could be held against me, da 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 So I'm sorry, I can't really say it in public, but I have to say, I just see you here now, I just want to just, you know, say I'm, I'm sorry and I, I just think things are wrong. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, I feel you, I mean, but it's like, now that I'm putting two and two and everything together, it's just like, yeah, it's crazy about how, like, the institution of the police force just kind of strips the people who don the uniform of their humanity and they really just have to become one you know the thin blue wall of silence or whatever the fuck they that all that back to blue shit all that blue shit so it's just I crazy. get that point i get that point but now, i think it's fucked up time, i think it's fucked up i don't i don't get it i, I, I think it's wrong no what, what you're saying i understand but i think it's even i think it's just like inherent racist shit because it is i mean like, i mean we know we know how it started like you're, but you're saying stripping them of their humanity like this is like when you're in this position you can't do shit about, it. but the no, I'm saying yeah, it's true though. It's yeah, true. I I know that's what I'm saying. I'm I get that part, but I also think it's like because most I don't have a statistic. For I this, know what you want to say. You want to say like most of them cops are just racist, anyways. Is what you want to say? No, I'm gonna say that yeah. I think they want to be in those positions because they know they have the ability to do that to people. Uh, okay, like so, the, like a so like a James Bond car to license to kill type. Scenario. Yeah, they want they want that. Position. Yeah, I can see so, that too. I can see that too for sure. So, um, but it also reminds me of a black woman in Protest was in Cali. She was a cop, and um, she reprimanded one of the officers during the protest. She was like the you know how to be how to call your sergeant or whatever. So she was a, one of the cops like with a white shirt, and she had reprimanded one of the uh, the officers who was kind of going back and forth with one protester in, in particular. Like then it goes the cop was getting like charged up to try to fight the nigga or something. And Shorty like checked them, black woman cop. Right. She got fired from for her for for doing that. Right. Yeah. So like I said, like 
I feel you, like if, if them gung ho niggas who was like, this potential job would give me. The but think about who fired her and think about what she did. In that's that what I'm position. saying. No, I'm literally, I'm, ag- I'm agreeing with what you just said. I'm like, that's an example of what I think we were both saying. It's like, in that example right there, you see somebody who still kind of has their humanity, but is punished for having humanity, which is the black lady. And on the flip side, you see a nigga who, like you said, probably signed up for this shit because he. This is the moment. He, this is the moment he was waiting for. Like, yeah, but she's a black. She's a black woman. That's why right. she's having that that position that yeah. that stance. Okay, no, but I'm just saying, as opposed like, to that being a, a white cop, that wouldn't even be a thing. He would. There wouldn't even be a. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Reprimanding. Yeah, yeah, but get... but also at the same time, one of the cops on George Floyd's body was a black nigga too. Was a black cop too. So. Was there a black dude on light skin, light skin, light skin nigga? Yeah, that was laying on top of George Floyd. You know, four cops or pass or passerby no. of no, not no, no, saying nothing. Knee on his body too. How many cops were laying on? It was George four Floyd? niggas. It was four cops that was kneeling on, including him? including Chauvin. Chauvin was a Chauvin. I want to see that again. But Chauvin was up top, and it was like three niggas like all around his body. The whole that's why I was just like it was unnecessary for Chauvin to have his knee on his neck because it's like there are already three other. Grown man, some doing this nigga, and he was a cop that uh ran some somebody ran into him at Target, and then they were recording I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing free? Like, aren't you one of that?" And she, excuse me, it sounded like a white lady too. She was just like, "Why are you free? Like, are you killing George Floyd?" Da, 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 da. He just like, "Man, I'm just trying to buy some essentials. Like, I'm still a human being, I'm trying to buy some essentials." And he had like a box, a box of Oreo cookies in it. He's like, "You call Oreos essentials, nigga?" Ah, ah, ah. I thought that was pretty funny, but I remember him. He was like a light skinned dude. But yeah, it was like um. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now I know you're talking. Oh my god, I know you're talking about now. Where he went into the grocery store, there was yeah, uh, they were just like, what the fuck? Well, they all have to have their trials in court. I know, I know. But what all I'm saying is this: it's like, regardless of skin tone, cops when they put on the uniform are they're stripped of their humanity or they're punished for being human beings. So that's why I just feel like overall the whole institution is fucked up. That's what I was trying to say. Like yeah, white cops probably be gung ho because they be trying. They, they they like this is Call of Duty in real life for these niggas. They ready to murder some shit. They're not trying to defuse no situation. They just want to shoot some niggas and just say, boom. Like how they be posing with the dead animals after they after they hunt them down and shit. I feel like you know some some cops that are definitely out there looking to do that. You know what I'm saying? And there's probably other cops that are trying to just. I don't know. Just they just want to be a police officer because they think it's you know it's good for the community. But then they realize what they get in that shit like, oh, you get punished if you try to be a human. You know what I mean? And it's like you really can't do too much from the inside. Similar to like people in Congress who oh, politics. I ain't giving no breaks to nobody, man. Nigga, and I know I, I, rhetoric that you're going on to, but and it's and it's valid. But I'm but in this conversation, in this putting this in this I'm stance, to, I'm I wouldn't juxtapose to, to, them to two together. I'm trying to jump. I'm trying to jump to the next topic because I'm tired of talking about this shit. But like I said, similar to Congress, it's like you're walking as an idealistic person trying to join the, the politics and become make a difference or whatever. And once you get inside and actually see how the, the mechanisms and the operation of how things actually work on a day-to-day basis for the people inside, it's like, oh, shit. This is not what I expected it to be. And it's just like you, either you adapt or yeah. you die. You adapt or die because it's like if you, you try to be a, a goody two shoes, you ain't never gonna make it far, or they, the, or you have to learn to compromise and basically sell your soul. Right, right. So that's, right. that's all I'm saying. And then speaking of Congress, man, let's switch to the so there was a Juneteenth uh, bill that passed by Congress, and as part of the announcement of them passing the bill, and this kind of goes, and then from this we're gonna go into the diet racism that happened to you with Bonquish and all that, and then we are gonna wrap it up from there because I want to make sure this this episode is fucking we had an hour in already, so yeah. Um, so yeah, this Juneteenth bill that passed by Congress. Anyway, hold on, just some tie bow in the whole Chauvin and everything. Just fuck twelve, nigga. Fuck twelve. That's that's my that's my ton of a bow on it. Juneteenth, Juneteenth bill that passed by Congress. <laughs> yeah, fuck twelve, nigga. Juneteenth bill that passed by Congress. They announced that shit in Congress, right or whatever. And they did so by singing "Lift Every Voice." And <clears throat> this is part of this. This is the same group of niggas who was uh, kneeling with the kente cloth. When they, they were trying to pass the George Floyd uh, like Police Reform Act or whatever, or did they announce that? So this time they did a Juneteenth bill to make Juneteenth a national holiday. So a couple of people got off work for that day, Friday or whatever. Um, they sang "Lift Every Vo- Lift Every Voice," which apparently is a black is the black national anthem. So Fred, thoughts thoughts on that? I don't have thoughts on that, man. Like 
This is the mm. this is the type of conversation I okay. want to have. Look, wait, wait, wait. Because uh. the topics, okay, we could talk about this. We could talk about Chauvin. We could talk about. Let's get to the fucking meat of the bones. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is what? Which is racism, bro? And I right, speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on and it. And how? Speak on it. Yeah, I'm about to speak on it. And how fucking black people are looked at as less than anything and at perceive that we are um, somehow can be spoon fed or gaslit or you could just say anything and do anything. We are going to be able to take, take that like something, some real shit. Like, and I know we hate to just be talking aspirational. What can we do? What can we do? But you, we did the voting shit, right? Like, well, you did the voting shit. Mm-hmm. People got in place. I think there's, there's some things are happening, but the the big point of the problem is not being addressed, and it's still not being addressed because there's an elephant in the room that nobody wants to address, which is which is what white people run this world, right. and everybody else fucking fall in line, especially black people. Y'all still right. don't deserve shit, and right. don't even try to act like you deserve shit because we're gonna make you think that you're gonna get something, but you really ain't getting shit, and it's just perpetuating every facet of America and the world that we look at, prison. Uh, law enforcement, as we were just talking about, mm-hmm. education, finances, yeah, yeah, whatever you do, that real shit, there's real a glass shit. ceiling on top of us, and 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 those of us who who acknowledge that and understand that still run bump they bump our heads on the ceiling because they're gonna try to pretend like okay, <laughs> here's something for that, but really it's nothing. So, so what do you do in a situation like that? Yeah, right? it, that's a good question. Because like, how how do you attack big picture? problems because there's a lot of big picture problems but we're talking about the ones that affect us like like you said systemic racism and shit like how do you attack big picture problems you stated out exactly what the issue is yeah mm-hmm. regardless of all the pandering these uh politicians do all the different um what's the word uh press conferences they have whatever sweet words they like to tell you at the end of the day the reality of the situation is you have to go to work right yeah every day mm-hmm you got to put on your white uh, corporate white professional voice, right? You got to deal with um, micro racisms, micro. um, It's insensitive ignorance from like your Mm -hmm. coworkers. Mm -hmm. Like for example, you speak on, um, you spoke on your coworker sent you a clip of this mad TV link of a fucking sketch of some white bitch acting like a bone que- her name was bone Quisha. she was acting like a super ghetto fast food worker like a bitch working like a burger king or something and the the white bitch sent you the link I was like, oh my god this is so funny and you having to be the person you are and living in the world that we live in you have to respond how you just said oh, i didn't really think it was so funny yeah, that's you, about you that's about the all you can say. Right. You can't go which, much further than that. Which is like even already to them is a little shocking, right? Like, right. Why are you not why are you not laughing at this? Why aren't you enjoying right. what I find to be offensive? Right. Why no, why why do you not find so like you can't even explain yourself that this is offensive to you, but they can sit there all day and talk and point out every little thing that they find offensive in the workplace and it'd be considered normal. But if we do it we're looked at as the angry black person. Yeah. And a couple, let alone a couple of that if you're a black woman, it's like you look at it as the angry black woman, which is another layer of that shit on top of that. It's even worse. So it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, we talk about like, how the fuck do you fix these large, huge problems where it just comes to like racism as a whole, like in society? And I really don't have no answer for that. My only thing is just like, man, my goal has always been this, like, you know, like you say, bro. I said it's similar to that. You know, how you always talk about? Because initially it used to be like, nigga, fuck playing by their rules. Just take your pieces off the chessboard. Right. So I don't know what your definition of that is. Let's just go back to Nigeria, right? Is that what you mean by that? Or like go to Africa? Yeah, or the continent, yeah. Just the continent, period. Yeah, it just sucks because even the continent is really run by white niggas too, though, or like yeah. outside forces, yeah. really. It's, so it's like it's hard to escape it. That's why my shit is like, man, I just want to hit it. I want to make as much money as I can so we we'll live on an island somewhere and just yeah. not give a fuck. Because, like, like, honestly speaking, I'm not ready to be no martyr for nobody. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not trying to die for nobody. 
I'm not trying to kill myself for nobody else. So I really just want to make sure that I can. And I don't think that that because that, that strategy thing. has already been utilized of mm-hmm. like dying, super dying for the cause. Like, yeah, I'm okay. It got to be an evolution Fred of Hampton. Yeah, it's got to be yeah, evolution yeah, yeah, of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It needs to be evolution of that. That's not the cause because it's like, and they niggas is human beings, bro. So we're creatures of comfort and creatures of like complacency. We'll we will find a normalcy in the midst of hell, right? Mm-hmm. Niggas niggas get super comfortable in jail after being there for hella years, right? Mm-hmm. That's not really reality, but it is to them. So same thing can be said about people in war zones and shit like that. You get comfortable in the chaos and but yeah, so it's tough, bro. I feel like the only thing we can really do as people who are trying to break out of um, generational cycles of like oppression and racism is just to kind of keep that those thoughts in the in the in the in the forefront of your brain as you maneuver through life and make your decisions. Because honestly speaking, the reason I say that is because I don't think it's a definitive thing to do. It's going to be many battles for the rest of your life, basically. You know what I mean? And you got to just keep reminding yourself that you're in a battle. Yeah, and I think I think uh, what not to cut you off, but no, what, go ahead, go ahead. what we're doing is what you can do, right? Like that's why I fuck with like Kwame Brown. Like I don't know if you ever watched. Um, that's the basketball shit, nigga. Yeah, some of his shit nah. recently. Nah, he I really trying that. to wake niggas up, also, and that's what we see. But we we could really go all the way there, but at the same time, we're not that type of we're not that type. What of you mean? Type of what you like, mean? What is he like? A ho- he's a hotep type nigga. Not hotep, but like what you mean all the way directly there? at the problem, saying not that we aren't, but like. That's all he talks about these days. Is like, well, he laughs with people a little bit, but like, y'all need to wake up and understand. Oh, he mean like, all y'all, y'all focus on the wrong thing. Y'all should be this, focusing on this and this and that. Yeah, that keeping that, and you saying keeping it in the forefront of yeah. your mind is true, but yeah. also projecting that and, and sharing that. Like that's why I said the other day on Instagram, like, don't withhold none of the knowledge that you get because mm-hmm. other people like you need it, so we can all be on the same time wavelength, and whatever the next step has to be, we can move forward in a more advantageous way about it in a more strategic way about it it doesn't always have to be broadcast that's why they say the revolution won't be broadcast because the 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 next step ain't gonna be on tv ain't gonna be no politician ain't gonna be nobody you know saying saying okay this is what black people gonna get nah nah, you're right you're right it's behind the scenes right yeah that's why i feel like i like the podcast because part of it is therapeutic but we 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 speak on some shit that needs to be spoken spoken about Hell but yeah. also, we're not preachy. I don't feel right. like, like a little. We're a little. I'm a little preachy, but I don't think I'm super preachy because I would tune out of that shit. Like if I ever had to listen to some shit like that, like I can't have somebody just preaching to me right the whole time because it's like, nigga. First of all, I don't know about you, but I feel insulted sometimes when people overly state things, even though I overly state everything because I don't want to be misinterpreted. But it's like sometimes. Listening to somebody just kind of beat a beat a, a message down my throat or down my ears, it's like, bro, that's natural. I heard, yeah. heard you on the first first time. The hundredth the hundredth time is not going to change the fact that I, I understand what you're saying. So that's why for us or like for when we whenever we record, it's like, yeah, FWP related topics for sure. But at the same time, it's like, nigga, we gotta make this shit funny, nigga, because honestly speaking. For the most part, when me and you talk, and we talk on the phone damn near every day, like we're laughing most of the time. Then if shit needs to get real, we can turn the switch on. But for the most part, we're enjoying our life and laughing and shit. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's like, bro, like we already know the reality of the environment that you're in. You know what I mean? So it's like being all either super militant or super woe is me the midst of this shit, I don't think is necessarily the healthiest uh, emotions to project onto listeners because it's like, number one, niggas is not strapping up and about to have the definitive battle tomorrow and shit. Niggas is going to live on their lives, do what they need to do, take care of their kids, take care of their family, make sure they, they doing what they're supposed to be doing. So like, let's not act like um, we need to fucking be super gung-ho about this shit and strapped up and ready to go because nigga, nobody, nobody's really moving like that. So that's one end. And then on the flip side, whenever you're talking about people and shit like that, it's not like, yeah, there's niggas who are super sleep who need to wake up and shit. Yeah. 
But there are also people who are semi-awake like us. We're not fully gone, but we there. Some, so it's like, you can pick and choose your audience you're speaking to. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like what you just said about that nigga, he probably speaking to niggas who are like the extreme versions of like coons and shit and trying to talk to them niggas and shit. And I'm not really trying to, I'm not really trying to talk to people who don't even understand that shit because realistically speaking, they're not listening to the podcast. So yeah, yeah. Let's be, let's be real. We, you got to know your audience. So it's like, yeah, but what I'm not, saying is this, right? Go ahead. Like, and, and, and I think um, everybody has their own version of this, but right. you're going to pick up what you need to pick up from when you, wh- what you consume. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no matter what it is, however militant or just jovial or whatever, you're right. going to pick up whatever you need to out of that and then formulate how you need to uh, move forward. So that's all we yeah. do. It's not more, it's not no more than what we need to do. It's not, no, it's not less. It's just right. pick up what you need to pick up from it. I need, I need, you know what I need to pick up? Money. Yeah, facts. Yeah, I need more money, nigga. And we're gonna keep talking about money too because facts. the more I keep talking about it, it seems like the more it keeps coming around. So hey, shit didn't change the last couple of weeks, huh? Right? <laughs> keep it going. Keep shit it rolling. Shit didn't change the last couple of weeks, huh? Yes, I already sir. told you, nigga. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Both of us shouldn't change, nigga. <laughs> shit didn't change. Shit, shit level the fuck up, you heard? Yeah, man. So, so yeah, we're gonna be on that. We're gonna be on that shit. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, man. We our plus in. I think that's a good way to end it. That was a good uh, tie, bow tie, whatever. For sure. And we got shit coming up, man. Listen, FWP podcast episode 74. We're finally yes, able to record this shit. Appreciate y'all for listening. We got a lot more shit going. It's a lot more shit happening. The world tour ain't stopped. The Generation <laughs> X tour did not stop. With another stop coming up next month. In a city near you, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of shit going on. Anyway, <laughs> hey, listen, man. Shout listen. out DJ and shout out Fred, man. Yeah, shout we out to be guests on the next. Matter of fact, if I'm checking my bags, I might bring the fucking equipment. We got to record on site, man. Oh, uh, uh, next month? Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll degenerate, see. So we don't yeah, know. yeah, let's be real. Let's be real. Who's going to sit down and talk for that long? Unless we have the, <laughs> unless we have the blends and the, um, the yes in the, in the mix, too, while we're yeah, talking. There's a lot yeah. of background noise. I think we did that the last time. You had your, I got a video of you with your mic out there. Did we record on site? I don't know if we recorded, but you had your mic set up and everything. All right, listen, I might bring the mic, I might bring the mic then, but, um, I want to have hoes around. I want to hear slurps. <laughs> a lot of just wild shit. Oh my God. <laughs> while, while still talking. Just because, you know, life is all about distractions and just be happy. You, you, you have to be able to keep your eyes on the prize. <laughs> you got to be able to keep your eyes on the prize, nigga. So that'd be interesting, right? Just get your dick set while you're talking about the shit. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. All right, let's Tell this, people are we going to be, man. Listen, there's a lot of what I want I want I want y'all to know about me. It's a lot, but I'm afraid if I tell y'all everything, y'all not gonna like me no more. So keep some things to myself. <laughs> he knows. Yeah, I know. That's you can tell laughing. by how I'm laughing. I know. <laughs> there's a lot to talk about, but anyways, man. FWP episode 74, <laughs> man. And we out, man. Love. Oh, peace. <laughs>